Welcome to the Finding True Health podcast, episode number eight. Today we'll be talking more about weight loss. And once again, I've tried to look at various angles of this question. So I'm excited to share my thoughts today. But before we get started, please hit that subscribe button if you haven't done so already. All right, let's go. Hey there, friends. My name is Jenna Waite. I'm a registered dietitian, nutritionist, mother of five, and someone who's passionate about helping others find true health in the midst of diet culture and body objectification. Join me as we take our focus off of weight and body size and put it on to becoming the healthiest possible versions of ourselves so that we can have energy to live our best lives. I'm so excited you're here. Now let's dive in. Hello, how's everybody doing today? I am particularly happy to be able to even record this podcast episode. I usually like to stay a few weeks ahead on my episodes, but we went out of town for a week, so I got a little bit behind, and then when we got back, I lost my voice for about a week, and so I wasn't able to record, so thankfully my voice came back just in the nick of time. I'm able to kind of scramble and get this hopefully out on time um, so that I don't miss uh, a week of, of episodes, so I'm just grateful to be here, and I'm grateful that I can talk. Today, we are going to be going into uh, part two of my discussion on weight loss. So if you haven't already listened to part one yet, you'll probably want to go back and listen to that one before continuing with this episode. But today I'm going to be discussing weight loss goals and working with people or programs who promote weight loss. So I want to talk about the question first, is it helpful to focus on weight loss or to set a weight loss goal when trying to improve your health. We're often given the advice to set a goal weight and to weigh ourselves weekly or even daily to ensure that we are, quote, staying on track with our our health and our weight. But is focusing on that number on the scale ultimately helpful or harmful? Keep in mind here, I'm not asking if it might be good for some people to lose weight. I'm asking if it's good to focus on losing weight. So first, let's talk about the potential pros of focusing on weight. Weight loss can be a strong motivator to pursue health, at least temporarily or in moments. Although these moments are often when we're depressed about or unhappy with our body, but not always. Some people might be motivated just because they feel like their body would be healthier at a smaller weight. And if weight loss is your goal and it's leading you to make more healthy lifestyle changes, then that's great. And I know that watching that number on the scale go down can be exciting and it can be motivating to continue with your healthy lifestyle changes. Uh, Also, weight gain can be an indicator that something is amiss in your body, especially sudden weight loss or weight gain, if you haven't changed anything in your diet, can be a warning sign that something's going on. I think it's generally a good idea to track your weight or have somebody else track your weight if you're pregnant so that you can kind of keep tabs on how your baby is growing. And just a little side note, you don't have to ever look at that number on the scale if it's triggering for you, but it might be a good idea to have your doctor or midwife or somebody else tracking your weight during pregnancy. And as we know, weight gain could be a sign that maybe you're taking in too much food, maybe you're eating too much sugar. It can also be a sign that you're not getting enough food. Um, often our bodies will store extra fat and weight because we're not eating enough. So keeping tabs on your weight and noticing any weight gain can just be a good indication that you need to kind of take note of how you're eating. 
But I also want to point out that most of us can tell if we're losing or gaining weight without ever needing to weigh ourselves or get on a scale. But nonetheless, weighing yourself regularly can help keep your health and your food and your movement choices kind of top of mind. So those are kind of the main pros I see to weighing yourself regularly and keeping track of your weight and focusing on weight. Now let's talk about the possible cons. In my online course, I actually have a lesson that goes through, I think it's 17 reasons why I believe it isn't helpful to focus on weight. I don't have time to go through all of those today, but I do want to go over five of the major cons that I see with focusing on weight. First of all, healthy weight loss, if your body does need and chooses it, is almost always a slow, gradual process. When the scale doesn't go down fast enough, or it, maybe it doesn't do what we think it should do, or it doesn't reflect the, quote, work that we've been putting into getting healthy, it's really easy to get discouraged and frustrated. And if the scale goes up, heaven forbid, because maybe you're retaining a little extra water or you know various reasons why that might happen, it's so easy to just throw in the towel and lose all hope and give up completely on making healthy lifestyle changes. A second reason I want to point out is that when weight loss is the focus, it can be really tempting to do unhealthy or even harmful things to achieve that weight loss. You might start eating too little or trying extreme workouts that lead to injury or trying an unhealthy fad diet. Remember, thinner does not always mean healthier and weight lost in unhealthy ways is obviously going to lead to an unhealthy body. Okay, a third con of focusing on weight loss is that we do not have direct control over our body size or that number on the scale. We are in control of what we put into our body and how we move it, and certainly those things can affect our weight, so we have some indirect control there. But there are so many other things that affect our weight that simply aren't in our control. So why not put all of our focus and energy on the things that we can control, like focusing on, on our behaviors, our daily routines, and our habits, and just let go of the things that we cannot control. The fourth reason it might not be a good idea to focus on weight is that the scale does not adequately reflect our body composition. Your composition, your fat, your muscle, your water, your organs, etc., they can change quite a bit, and your weight might not change at all, or it might even go up. I want to share a little personal experience about this one. I was one of those people that weighed myself regularly, religiously. I could probably still tell you how much I weighed at any given time in my teens and 20s and most of my 30s. But when I decided to finally put all of my focus onto just being healthy instead of trying to control my weight, I put my scale in the closet and I stopped weighing myself. As I worked on my healthy habits and routines over the next few years, I could tell that my body was changing very slowly and that I was gaining some muscle in some areas and losing some fat in some areas. But during that time, I had to get weighed on various occasions, like when we updated our life insurance policy and when I went to the doctor. And so I would get weighed here and there. And I noticed that even though I could tell my body composition was changing, my weight had only gone down by a few pounds. And I know that if I had been weighing myself regularly during that period of making small, sustainable habit changes, I would have been so discouraged that the scale wasn't moving. 
Now, I don't know what my body will decide to do in the future regarding my weight and body composition and size, but I do know that I'll just continue to focus on creating and improving my healthy habits no matter what it does. The fifth and final con I want to go over is that by focusing on the scale, it is so easy to overlook other more important and often more motivating even benefits of being healthy, such as having fewer mood swings, having more energy, uh, lowering your risk for certain diseases, not getting out of breath as easily if you're going on a hike or walking up the stairs, just all these other awesome reasons for getting healthy. To me, these are so much more important and exciting. And like I said, more motivating than just being physically lighter. So you might be saying, okay, Jenna, but you don't understand. I weigh X amount of pounds, which is X number of pounds more than what I quote should be or feel like I need to be. So obviously I need to lose weight. And what's wrong with making that the goal? Even if you do believe that losing weight would be good for your body or you plan on making healthy, sustainable lifestyle changes that you believe will lead or maybe in the past have led to weight loss, it doesn't mean that you need to make that your focus. I still personally believe that the cons outweigh the pros of weighing yourself regularly. But of course, you can decide for yourself what is best for you. Just remember that making certain health changes, certain habit changes, and working on your mindset and your thoughts around your body, those are the things that are truly going to make you healthier and feel better, not just losing weight. Okay, let's move on and talk about working with a program. So something like Noom or Weight Watchers or a person like a dietitian, a doctor, a personal trainer, a naturopath, a health coach, etc., who promotes weight loss or promises to help you lose weight. Is it okay for a health professional like myself or people who have maybe lost weight themselves and want to help others do the same or really anybody working in the field of health, is it okay to help people with intentional weight loss, meaning the main reason you're working together is for weight loss? Now, this is a really tricky question, and I might ruffle a few feathers here, but I want to share my opinion, and of course, you're welcome to disagree. Let me reiterate what I've already shared in previous podcast episodes, that I think the vast majority of people in the weight loss and health industry are good people with good hearts who are just trying to help others. I also really understand why health coaches and personal trainers and even dietitians focus on weight loss so much. First off, it's what clients want. People of all shapes and sizes and ages and races and genders, etc., want to lose weight for various reasons. It's also what we've been led to believe so many problems arise from. Uh, it can help people feel better in some ways. Plus, I've heard the valid argument from some dietitians that if we don't offer help with weight loss, it's likely that people will, will turn to fad diets and to other unhealthy places to get what they want. So I completely understand where these people are coming from that promote and advertise weight loss. That being said, I would personally be very wary of anybody that promises you weight loss through their program. Now, why? Because they don't know you. They don't know your body. You don't even know what a healthy weight for your body is. So how could they possibly know that? Maybe you're already at a healthy weight for your particular body, or maybe you even need to gain some weight for optimal health. Who knows? 
What we do know is that by implementing healthy practices into your life and focusing on creating healthy habits, your health will improve. Your body will find the weight that it's most comfortable at, given your history, your circumstances, the stage of life you're in, your genetics, etc. Maybe that happens to be your, quote, goal weight. Maybe that means it's even 10 pounds below your goal weight. Maybe it means it's 10 or 20 or 30 pounds over where you wish you would end up. And that number could change throughout your life as as you age and your circumstances in life change as well. And it's all okay. It really does not matter what that number ends up being. Given what I know about pursuing intentional weight loss, I personally feel that it is not helpful and in many cases even harmful to teach about and focus on weight loss. This isn't because I'm opposed to weight loss. Rather, I simply think that the cons outweigh the pros. I also believe that promoting and advertising weight loss fuels weight stigma, and it fuels this idea that small bodies are somehow better than big ones. If we understand that weight and health are not as closely tied as we once thought that they were, and that you can be healthy without losing weight and at a variety of different sizes, why else would you make weight loss a goal if you didn't believe that small bodies are better than large ones? I heard a question asked once, and I like to reflect on it occasionally. The question was, are you going to be part of the problem or part of the solution? The way I see it, we have a big problem here in the United States. And I know it's a problem in other parts of the world as well. Millions of people right now have an eating disorder. Approximately 70 million in the U.S. alone, according to the latest numbers. But there are probably lots more because many people go undiagnosed. And to put that into perspective, approximately 30 million people in the U.S. are diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. Now, that's a big number, too. And I love helping people create habits that prevent this disease. But this shows that you are two to three times more likely to develop an eating disorder than type 2 diabetes if you're an adult. And that number is much higher for children. One statistic I found says that children are actually over 200 times more likely to develop an eating disorder than type 2 diabetes. I haven't fact-checked that statistic, but I do know that eating disorders are far more common than diabetes among kids and teens. Remember, kids are very perceptive, and they start picking up on the weight messages that our society is giving them at a very young age. And even among people that don't develop an eating disorder, millions and millions of men, women, and children of all shapes and sizes suffer from poor body image and low self-esteem due to their weight and body size. As I mentioned in episode number six, millions more go on unhealthy fad diets each year in an effort to lose weight. We hear all the time about the, quote, obesity epidemic. But what about this eating disorder epidemic and this poor body image epidemic and this dangerous fad diet epidemic? These are all huge problems that are affecting our society's health and well-being, Another big problem we have in our society is that people are being discriminated against and shamed because of their body size. I, for one, certainly do not want to contribute to any of these problems by spreading the myth that you need to lose weight in order to be happy and healthy and worthy and loved, etc. I would love to be part of the solution instead. So what is the solution? Well, 
There are lots of ways that we can be part of the solution. And as I mentioned earlier, one of those ways is that we need to stop spreading stories and messages that perpetuate the myth that small bodies are inherently better than large ones. And I personally feel, again, that focusing on weight loss and portraying it as this desirable goal in and of itself is one form of spreading those messages. And that's why if you ever hear me talk about weight loss, I try really hard to treat it as a a possible neutral side effect of making healthier lifestyle choices, not the end goal or the holy grail of happiness that it's often made out to be. But like I said, I completely understand why others might feel differently and feel comfortable promoting weight loss. And I'm not here to judge, just to offer up my thoughts and maybe a different point of view. So hopefully I've given you a lot to think about over these past two episodes concerning weight loss. I hope that this information helps you just think a little bit more critically about the weight loss advertisements and messages that you come across. Maybe if you've been tempted to try a program that promotes weight loss, you can maybe just look at it from a different angle now. Now, of course, you get to decide what's best for you and how you'd like to think about this topic and how you feel it will best serve you in your life. So thank you so, so much for listening today. Don't forget to subscribe, um, leave a rating and review for the podcast if you find it helpful, and be sure to tune in next week as we talk about our thoughts and mindset, dive a little deep, deeper into that topic. So thanks again, and I will talk to you later. Bye. Do you want to ditch diets and eat more intuitively, but you're just not sure how? Well, I have a course designed just for you. Health Through Habits is where intuitive eating meets habit formation. It's a step-by-step guide for turning the principles of intuitive eating into doable, sustainable habits in your life so you can become the healthiest possible version of yourself. This is where the magic happens, my friends. This is how true health is achieved. You're not going to want to miss out on this life-changing course, so head on over to healththroughhabits.com to check it out.